Okay, today's story is a re-record because the first time wasn't so great in the audio. Um, it's going to be from the Transformers Rescue Bots Storybook Collection. And it is Blast Off. What a great name. And let's see if I can tell you who wrote it. Oh, yeah. Adapted by Lucy Rosen and based on the episode Space Bots, written by Greg Johnson. And today it is read by... Mommy and Philip. Mommy and Philip. Here we go. Philip, who is a French pea. Philip is a French pea today. Today's the big day. Cody beams at his brother, Graham. In a few minutes, you and Doc Green will be hurtling through space on a laser-powered elevator. Aren't you excited? Sure, Graham says. I'm excited. In a terrified sort of way. Come on, says Cody. The Asgard is an amazing machine. You'll go straight up and come right back down. It's no big deal. It's time to go, says Professor Anna Baranova. She invented the Asgard so that scientists could easily study the galaxies from outer space. Once you get to the top, you'll have a whole week to conduct tests and research, she says. Doc Green gives his daughter, Frankie, a hug, and Graham says goodbye to the Burns family. The Burns family and Frankie hang out on the sidelines to watch the Asgard take off. T-minus ten seconds to lift off, the control tower announces. Ten, nine, eight. Here they go, cries Cody. But there's something blocking the path of the laser. Rescue bots, roll out, yells Chief Burns. We're on it, exclaims Heatwave. The robots leap into action. Six. Seven, six, five. Boulder, Blades, and Chase grab hold of the spacecraft and lift it off the ground. Four, three, two. Hurry, says Professor Baranova. If they don't remove the obstruction, the laser will overload. One. With no time to lose, Heat Wave leaps to swat the object out of the way. Blast off! The laser powers up and lifts the Asgard into the sky. Later that night, the four rescue bots and Cody sit on the rooftop while Frankie uses her telescope to search for signs of the Asgard. Maybe one of us should have gone with Doc and Graham in case something else goes wrong, says Heatwave. Guys! cries Frankie. I see it. Check this out. She shows everyone the Asgard and its flight path in space. But Cody is distracted. What's that? He asks, zooming in on a streak of light in the corner of the screen. It's a meteor, says Frankie. Daddy's been tracking it for weeks. It's not on course to go anywhere near the Asgard. It's headed for something, though. Heatwave murmurs to himself. But what? 
On board the Asgard, Graham and Doc Green go through their checklists. Doc Green calls out the names of the Asgard's four pods as Graham looks at each of them on his computer screen. Everything is stable, exclaims Doc Green. That means we did it. Phase one is complete. But before Graham can even breathe a sigh of relief, the Asgard's alarm begins to blare. Alarm, alarm, alarm. What's happening? asks Graham. On Earth, the gang watches the meteor through Frankie's telescope. It tears through space, blasts through an asteroid field, and sends a huge rock careening towards the Asgard. Do you know what careening means? What? That means it's sent flying. It's it's been pushed, and now it's it's zooming really fast towards something, but it's it's kind of has no control over itself. The asteroid is heading straight for one of the ship's four pods, yells Frankie. If it hits, the whole machine will be unstable. We've got to do something quick. Man, I gotta tell you what, if I were Doc Green, I would consider getting a new career because it seems like everything that he tries to do is very dangerous. In space, Doc Green and Graham prepare for impact. Boom! The rock wipes out the Asgard's living quarters pod and knocks the ship off course. Well, great. Now where are they going to live? No one is hurt, but now the Asgard is floating through darkness with no way to get back on course. The radio is down. Graham and Doc Green can't get in touch with anyone on Earth. What do we do now? Graham whispers nervously. We wait for a rescue, says Doc Green. There's no time to lose. The rescue bots know what they must do. Rescue bots, get ready, says Chase. Looks like we're about to go on a space rescue. Cody and Frankie get Chief Burns. Together, the humans and the rescue bots head to a secret hangar where the ship the bots came to Earth in is hidden. The Sigma. Boulder marvels. Think we remember how to fly her? We're about to find out, says Heatwave. Boulder, Chase, your co-pilots. Everyone strap in. It's time to rocket to the rescue. Uh, Because we're not going to roll to the rescue. We're going to rocket to the rescue. That makes sense. The Sigma's engines roar. The ship lurches forward with a blast. The spacecraft takes off into the dark night sky. Wow, Cody, says Frankie. Don't you wish you were going too? No one answers. Cody? Frankie looks around. Where is he? Oh, no. Can you guess where he is? He is. In the spaceship. Yeah, I think so. Cody peeks out from behind the Sigma's control desk, you called it. Whoa, he says, amazed. Did we take off already? Cody! The rescue bots had no idea their friend accidentally stowed away on the ship. But it's too late to turn back. I guess I'm an astronaut now, says Cody. 
and I'm your spacesuit, Heatwave replies. Get inside. He opens the door to his cab where Cody will be safe from harm. Whew. The Sigma climbs higher into space. Soon enough, the Asgard is just within reach. Boulder, move us closer, Heatwave commands. I'll go get Doc and Graham. As he pushes down the Sigma's entry ramp, Heatwave speaks to his friend. Buckle up, Cody, he says. Looks like you're going on a spacewalk. Why didn't he send one of the other rescue bots since he has Cody inside of him? Who knows? <clears throat> With a swift leap, Heat Wave propels himself at just the right angle. His momentum carries him straight to the Asgard. As soon as he reaches the ship, Heat Wave tears through each pod searching for his friends. At last, he finds Graham and Doc Green huddled in the greenhouse. Get in, he commands. Heat Wave is just in time. A split second after Doc Green and Graham close the door to Heatwave's cab, the greenhouse windows crack open, sucking all the air out of the pod. Hold on! Heatwave yells as all the oxygen pours out of the ship, knocking him off his feet. Heatwave grabs at anything he can, but the suction is too powerful. He is pulled into space. With three humans inside of him. Lord almighty. All right, here we go. We're adrift, Heatwave signals to his friends aboard the Sigma. I don't have any propulsion. What do we do? Cries Blades in despair. We did not dream for this. Keep calm, everyone, Heatwave says. We'll think of something. Just then, Cody has an idea. Use your fire hose, he says. If you spray them, the force of the water will push us in the right direction. Worth a shot, says Heatwave. Here goes nothing. In a flash, Heatwave activates his water reserves. The burst of water sends the rescue bot flying. It's working, Graham cries. Once they're back aboard the Sigma, the rescue bots hitch the Asgard to their spaceships. Looks like we've got everything we came for, says Boulder. Next stop, Griffin Rock. The gang lands back on Earth in no time. Daddy! Frankie rushes to Doc Green's side. Welcome back, son, Chief Burns says to Graham. You had us worried, Danny tells him. Everyone is so relieved to see the space travelers back home safe and sound. Even Cade gives Graham a hug. Well, rescue bots, says Blades. It looks like our space rescue was a success. Yes, says Boulder. And it was kind of nice flying the Sigma again. Perhaps we'll get the opportunity to use her again someday, Chase remarks. Maybe, Heatwave says. But nothing beats rolling to the rescue on good old terra firma. It's terra firma. What is that? Asks Boulder. Earth? What do you think terra firma might be? Terra firma. It is, it is the planet Earth. You're right. <laughs> 
Heatwave looks at the night sky. He looks around at his friends on Griffin Rock. At last, he speaks. It's home. And it's also the planet Earth. But he's saying that his home is planet Earth. Do you see how wonderful that is? Okay. Now what was he doing calling up his fist? He's saying, this is my home. Yeah. And that is the end. Can you say the end? The end. Yeah. (laughs) All right.